0: Hi there, it's Sewa, and welcome to episode 43 of the She's Off Script podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Are you a business owner, side hustler, or personal brand that is afraid to show your face on social media? I've had this conversation with multiple business owners who feel like their products and services should take center stage rather than their face. Today, I'm talking about how getting over the fear of showing your face on social media will actually help your business grow. I'm also sharing some tips on how you can ease yourself into showing your face more on your social media accounts. For this episode, I'll be focusing on Instagram since that's the platform I spend most of my time on. Guys, the numbers don't lie. Being the face of my brand has had a positive impact on my business. This is not only true for me, but for many other business owners who leverage social media for their growth. The idea here is not to do a complete 180 and only post pictures of yourself. You'll need to find a good balance of posting your products and your face for your industry and the audience that you're trying to reach out to. What has been proven, though, is that indie brands and small businesses that create a space where their customers can build a deeper relationship with them tend to build a dedicated tribe that propels their growth. Before we dive into this episode, I want to announce our latest giveaway. We're partnering with Chloe from the Chloe brand of episode 41 to give three of our lucky listeners a 30-minute brand audit session with Chloe herself. Head over to the She's Off Script Instagram page for details on how you can enter. The giveaway ends Friday, July 26th, 2019. With that, let's dive into the episode. I know there are many reasons why business owners don't want to show their faces online. So let's go ahead and address some of the most common reasons right off the bat. Just for a second, take off your business owner or side hustler hat and put on your consumer hat. Before most people purchase a brand, at least this is true for me, they need to establish a level of no like, and trust with that brand. Large brands like Nike or Amazon have millions of marketing dollars to spend on getting in front of their target customers just to establish some sort of a rapport with them. On the trust side of things, if you're like me, you read reviews before purchasing anything on Amazon. I can be a bit of an online shopping pessimist. I usually will filter, <laughs> I usually will filter and start reading the one-star reviews. And if they seem plausible, because you know sometimes people are just unreasonable and leave bad reviews, but if they seem plausible, I won't buy the item. Because I subscribe to Murphy's Law. I just assume if it happened to them, it could probably happen to me too. So, all these reviews just serve as a way for us to figure out how much we're going to trust Amazon and the vendors on their platform. Now, as a small business owner or a side hustler, you probably don't have as many dollars to put into marketing or invest into marketing as say Amazon does. So at the end of the day, it's just going to come down to you having an amazing product or service and to you putting yourself out there as the chief ambassador of your own brand. The bottom line is that people will always hold some reservations when they don't know who is behind a brand and what that person stands for. With today's cancel culture, just think about all the brands with amazing products that have been canceled by one group or another just because of something their leader has done or said. Of course, then some of you might say, that's exactly why I don't want to be at the forefront of my brand. But just think about it for a second. If you're at the head of a young indie brand and you don't show your face, people may not be buying from you anyway just because they don't feel like they know your brand. They've probably seen it floating around, but they don't feel a tie to any specific persona associated with your brand. A great example of an indie brand that not only has an amazing product, but also has a CEO that's out there, is the lip bar. A few of you have DM'd me asking about the lipsticks that I wear on my Instagram posts. Well, chances are the color I'm wearing is probably from the lip bar, In any case, I've heard the CEO, Melissa Butler, say that at first, when she first launched the company, she was hesitant to be the face of her brand. Today, though, you'll see Melissa on billboards, giving TV and magazine interviews. I think she was on Shark Tank. She has an Instagram and her face is all over it. She is her brand and has been all the more successful for doing that. Okay, so and now some of you might be saying, well, Melissa is in the beauty industry. Of course she has to show her face. Okay then, so let's look at some stats. That's what I had to do before I decided this was the direction I wanted to go in. I would encourage you to take a look at your metrics on Instagram or whatever other social platform that you're on and take a look at which posts tend to perform the best. On my personal page, for example, if I post a beauty shot of myself announcing a life event, it does extremely well. But of course, those types of life events are not weekly occurrences. Next, if I post an image of me and my daughter's twinning or out for ice cream, my audience goes nuts for it and it outperforms any quotes or infographics, say three to one. Now, if I post a very rare photo of my husband and I together, you know, black love and all of that, I get a ton of engagement. Anything behind the scenes of me working on a project on my stories does very well engagement and view wise. But even more than that, it tends to generate the most DMs and inquiries where I'll do coffee chats with people just to see what their needs are. By sharing about my business through a more personal lens, I've had people DM me asking to work with me in general, and time and time again, when I try to get to the bottom of why they reached out to me, they say they liked my vibe or they just felt like they could trust me before even mentioning anything about the services that I offer. So you get the idea people crave insight into the brands they love. They want to get to know you as the founder. They want to hear your origin story. They want to see what goes into building the products that they're going to love. They don't want to come to your feed and only see images with product tags or sale promotions. It's kind of cold. It's impersonal. And for an indie brand, that could really impact your ability to grow. Okay, so hopefully that mini rant has convinced you about the importance of building a personal connection and that no like, and trust factor by showing your face and sharing your story. Once I get over the hurdle with a lot of my clients, the next question I typically get asked is, okay, so I get it, I understand why this is important, but how do I do it? I'm not an influencer, I don't have the money to invest in a professional photographer, And I don't have the time to take pictures of myself every day. In response to that, here are some tips on how you can go about it. First off, if you don't have the budget, you don't have to hire a professional photographer. Start where you are. If you have a smartphone camera, use that. If you have a DSLR camera you're already using for your product photos, Even better, you can use the self-timer on that and a tripod. About six years ago, my husband got me a DSLR camera as a birthday gift. I was two days away from giving birth to our first child and wanted to document all the little moments with the new baby as she grew up. Over the past six years, I've actually learned how to take pictures, first as a hobby and have slowly honed my skills to the point where people now ask me to take their pictures professionally. But as a business owner, I don't always have the budget myself for a photographer to follow me everywhere I go taking my picture, or have an Instagram husband for that matter. From time to time, my husband will take pictures of me, but of course I have to set up the camera for him wait for him to stop griping, and then he pushes the button. And when he pushes it, he just lays his finger on it and I just get like a straight hundred pictures and have to hope that one of them comes out. So if you scroll through my personal Instagram timeline or pictures of me on this podcast feed, these are pictures that I've taken of myself or asked a passerby to take of me. As far as having time, I don't take pictures every day. Something like once a month, I'll purposefully go out to take pictures, but if I go out and about to an event and I'm already dressed up, I'll ask someone to take a picture of me and save it for a day when I need a dressier type of picture. The key is to plan out your content in advance so you don't feel rushed. I keep a content calendar that includes upcoming holidays or personal events or business promotion milestones, etc. So I know the theme of the post before I even have a photo. On my designated shoot day, I take pictures of myself with each theme in mind. Again, it doesn't have to be an elaborate image like a major influencer would take. Just be true to your brand and who you are. If you're not typically on the beach or strolling through the streets of Manhattan, every picture that you post can't have that backdrop. So just take pictures in your natural element so that your audience can get to know you in that way. So it could either be you shopping at Target with your kids, working on a laptop, on the couch, because that's where I work sometimes, or just taking a coffee break at Starbucks, or even your morning workout, your journaling practice. Even pictures of you out to dinner hanging with girlfriends just shows a more human side to you as a business owner. The options are endless. There are many ways for you to talk about your business and what you offer through the lens of everyday things you do as a business owner. So the next question people ask me then is, I don't really know what to say or how to write those witty, heartfelt captions I read on so-and-so's page. Well, here's a resource for you. I came across Jasmine Starr and her social curator platform sometime last year when I was learning how to leverage Instagram for my business. Jasmine has an amazing story of dropping out of law school to become a photographer when her mom had brain cancer. She has now used her talent for photography to provide a stock image and caption service for business owners. Now her stock images aren't your average pictures. They're beautiful. And her captions are very well thought out templates that you can then customize to your needs. So if you're stuck or are not sure how to write something, it's a good place to start. And as you develop your own voice, you can graduate to just starting your own captions yourself. Of course, this is not sponsored. I just wanted to share a tool that I've found very helpful for people who are just starting out and learning how to hone their voice as they speak to their audience. So every month, Jasmine will upload 30 pictures and captions that you can use however you see fit, and she actually doesn't ask for attribution. I think the service is around $25 a month, I could be wrong, you can Google it, and it comes with many other resources. I think she does an amazing job with it and you could probably take a look if you're experiencing writer's block or don't know how to communicate what's on your mind. Of course, the fact that tools like Social Curator exist isn't a cure-all. You also need to know who you are as a brand and know what message you're trying to get across. I take my clients through a brand messaging exercise so they can learn to identify who their audience is and then how they can communicate with that audience in a way that resonates and sells. So the short answer to the question of how to get in front of the camera more often is to first decide what you're comfortable with letting your audience see of your personal life and then go ahead and plan the cadence of how often you're gonna show that. And then next, you wanna plan what you're going to say to your audience when you put out more personal information. And on the question of finding people to take pictures of you, I recommended just using the self-timer functionality on your cameras. Also, ask for help from friends and family. Whenever you're out and about, Feel free to ask a stranger to take a picture of you. Don't be shy to capitalize on an opportunity to capture a candid moment. Um, And then, of course, the online tools I mentioned, Social Curator being one of them. I know it takes a lot of courage to get in front of the camera. It's so easy for us to get in our own heads and tell ourselves that we need to wait until, you know, I'm the right weight or I have the right hairstyle or my face beat or, you know, insert whatever insecurity here. To that, I would have to say, let's work together to normalize being normal again. Instabodies, the highlight reel, glitz glam, those aren't the norm. Your tribe wants to see you and get to know you you only get one chance to make a good first impression. Really, you only get one chance to make any first impression. And so in our world of short attention spans, that first impression is made in the time it takes to scroll down your feed just a couple times. So what do your first 12 Instagram tiles say about you and your business? Is it time for you to start taking your rightful place as the face of your business? Here's a challenge to you. Share a screenshot of your Instagram feed with me at she's off script. I would love to see your transition from only posting product pictures or quotes or whatever else you're only posting to also starting to share pictures of you and telling your story as the face of your business. Hopefully that challenge is accepted by a lot of you because I would love to see the growth that we're all going through together. With that, I'll talk to you next week for another conversation that will hopefully get us closer to creating our own unique blueprints for success. Talk to you next week. I'm so glad you made it to the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please go on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. As always, don't forget to share this episode with your friends, family, colleagues, anyone who cares to listen. We'll talk to you next time.